Okay, so up to the Mishnah and Daf Nun Aluf Hamid Beis, the Mishnah describes like this: Hanoidim and Achalov. If you make a nether, you're not going to drink milk. Mutter bekum. You're allowed to drink whey. Whey is a byproduct. It's the milky residue. It's the milky, watery residue when milk sits and it coagulates and separates. And if you were to remove it, there would be on the bottom like this milky white residue. It's called whey. So the halacha is that if you make a nether, you're not going to drink milk. You're allowed to drink whey. Because whey is not considered milk. Rav Yaisi disagrees. Now, the Gemara... I'll just I'll just spoil it for you. The Gemara is eventually going to conclude that Rav Yaisi and the Rabbana are just arguing, in Nidarim, what do you mean when you say chalav? Do people call whey chalav? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, again, it's just a, a vernacular. It's the way people talk. But the Gemara at first... No, no, from Abyss. But the Gemara eventually is gonna. But the Gemara at first thinks yeah. that it's a much deeper shaila, and that is, it's not how people talk. It's a deeper shaila. Is if you have a byproduct of a food, is the byproduct the same as the original food? Meaning, chalav you're not allowed to eat. This is a byproduct of chalav. It's it's comes from chalav. So the question is, it has a different name, but it has the same. But it comes from chalav. So the question is, the Gemara at first thinks it's this broader shaila of, do you have is the byproduct of a food have the status of the original food? The Gemara eventually is going to reject this, but uh, okay, fine, we'll get to that. Fine. Abashaloimer hanoidim in agvino. I'm sorry, minakum. Everyone agrees that if you say you're not going to eat whey, you can definitely eat milk, because milk is definitely not called whey. Even if whey is called milk, milk is not called whey. Then the Gemara says, Abishol Oimer, Abishol says, If you make an oath that you're not going to eat cheese, It's aser, whether it's salted or unsalted. Okay. So this is a fundamental shiloh. The halach is like this. You say you're not going to eat meat. So, motor. What? What's meat? Oh, okay. uba kipa. You're allowed to drink the meat soup, and you're allowed to eat kipa. Kipa are small pieces of meat that are sitting in the bottom of the pot. In other words, the Tanakama feels this is a concept in kashrus, and that is that if you cook something with, uh, let's say, chicken, and the, and the food is not sixty times greater than the chicken, then the item is called mekabel tam. It has the flavor of the chicken. So let's say you have so chicken soup. So in halacha, we always treat chicken soup as chicken. You have to wait six hours. It would be uh, if the chicken was non-kosher, it would trafe up to sixty times. It's called nicein tam. It's called tam keiker. The question is, when it comes to nedarim, you're not allowed to eat the chicken, but can you drink the chicken soup? So the Tanakhama says, yeah, you're allowed to have the soup of the meat. Meaning, when it comes to Nidorim, we only aser the food itself. We don't aser anything that was mekabal tam, that received flavor from the soup, from the, from the item. The question that he asked before, I'm not even a basar, is it meat or is oaf included in this? So if I make I don't a nether think that was for basar... Yeah, you know, he was just saying meat. But I, I, I'm just saying, yeah, it's a stam shay love, whether oaf is included. I think the Rishayim talk about it. But the the, 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 the Iker Shaila. If I say Basar, then I can. No, true, but okay, that's, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. But the, the Shaila is Iker. Does it Asr not just the product itself, but anything cooked with the product? 
That's the that's the Ikrashayla. So Rav Yehuda Oyser, Rav Yehuda says it's a problem, meaning Rav Yehuda holds that if you cook an item, you can't eat the item that it was cooked with as well. So you can't have the chalent and just not eat the meat. Correct. That's Rav Yehuda Shita. Um, Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda says, I'll prove it to you that it's a problem. Because Maisev also later Rav Tarfin Bebeishin is Bashal Ima. Rav Tarfin asked me to eat eggs that was cooked in the chalent, meaning not only could I not could I eat the meat. Rav Rav Tarfin asked the eggs that were cooked in the chalent. So you see that it's not just also the actual item that you answered, it's also not just meat, it's also anything cooked with the meat. So the Gemara says, no. I'm the the Rabbanon said, no. I'm really like, it's true, but if you would say, I'm not going to eat this meat, then you're not allowed to eat anything cooked with that meat. But you said, basar. Basar, I disagree. Meaning, the Tanakama holds that if you just ask her meat, you could eat something cooked with the meat. Rav Yehuda disagrees. Rav Yehuda backed it up by saying, Rav Tarfin once asked me from eating eggs. They said, yeah, because you said basar zeh. If you say basar zeh, everyone agrees you're not allowed to eat anything cooked with the meat. But you said basar alai, just stam basar. Stam basar implies only meat itself, not anything cooked with the meat. But if you'd say basar zeh, then it's different. So the Gemara, the Mishnah proves it. Because if you say basar zev, you say this item, then anything that it's cooked with is also a problem. Similarly, again, so according to the Tanakama, it's mutter if it's cooked with it. You could eat anything cooked with it as long as you didn't say zev. And the Mishnah backs it up. You say you're not going to drink wine. You're allowed to eat a, eat a dish that has wine cooked in it because it's considered um, not the wine itself. It's just considered receiving flavor from the wine. But if you say I'm not going to drink this wine, if you say I'm not going to eat... I'm not going to eat this wine, then it's a problem if it was cooked in the dish. As long as it's not bottled with shishim, then it's a problem. By the way, it's a very long round. I'm not going to go into it right now, but it's actually a very sadistic round when it comes to halacha. Uh, and that is, let's say, um, let's say you has a bit of meat, but it's bottled with shishim. So everyone agrees you could eat it. Um, the question is, why isn't it called the Davr Sheish Lomatirin? Davr Sheish Lomatirin means that in Halacha, anything that could be fixed and avoided, we're not lenient. Meaning, if you have a, an egg that's muksa that gets mixed in with 60 other eggs, you say, okay, it's Batal B'Shishim, right? On Shabbos, it's muksa, because so it just gave birth on Shabbos. It gets falls in with uh, 50 other eggs, 100 other eggs, whatever the case is. So you say, it was Mutter. The Halacha is, no, it's not. Why? Because if you wait 24 hours, it's no longer muksa. So why should we be? Uh, why should we rely on a mixture leniency? If we could just wait, the iser could be removed. If the iser could be removed in another way, we should not rely on any form of nullification. So the Ran says the same thing over here. If you can get hataris and darim, if you can get a rov to remove the nether, why should we rely on any hatera? And that's the very long Ran that he says it doesn't apply by mimbeshein amina. It's not for now. But when you learn hilchas, uh, was a simen kuf gimel. I think some kuf gimel about davish matir. This Ran is um, is quoted a lot. Huh? Correct, in the beginning. But if you look in Allah, I think it's some Kuf Gimel. It's a Machlaikis. Rabbi Olbam says you should. And Netak of says no. So it's a Machlaikis. But yeah, you can put on this. You can put on this. So it's a Machlaikis. Rabbi Olbam says you can put them on. Rabbi Olbam says you can put them on. Yeah, definitely don't think about it. Okay, the Gemara says, look this, or Minu, I have a contradiction. The contradiction is like this. We're saying right now, it's a machlekes of Yaisi and the Rabbonon, if you assert milk, are you allowed to drink whey? And again, the Gemara at first thinks that it's a fundamental shaila. If you assert a product, are you not allowed to eat a byproduct that comes from it, but has a different name? Here's the problem. 
or minu min adashim. Let's say you say you're not going to eat lentils. Aser bashishim. Then you're not allowed to eat honey fried lentils, even though it has a different name. But it comes from it. It's the same lentils. It's just used in a dish. Rav Yosi Mata. Rav Yosi allows it. So it's strange over here. Over here, Rav Yosi holds that you're not allowed to drink whey because it comes from milk, even though it has a different name. But Rav Yosi over here allows you to eat the honey fried lentils because it has a different name. I don't understand. I thought, I thought Rav Yosi doesn't care about the name change. So how come over here he does, over there he doesn't? Same thing with the Rabbanon. Over here they're Mekel, over there they're Machmer. So what's going on? So the answer is... The answer is it has nothing to do with this large Shiloh of name change. It's very simple. When all these Shilohs, what do people call it? It's very simple. What do people call it? When people ask for milk, do they call whey milk? If they do, then they intend to ask it. If they don't, they don't. So too when it comes to lentils. If they ask for lentils, do they intend to ask for honey fried lentils as well? Do people call honey fried lentils lentils? It's, just, it's not a larger Shiloh of a byproduct. It's them. Marki you marki One was going by his location. And what was going in his location? In the location of the Rabbanon, in the location of the Rabbanon, they call milk, milk, and they call whey, whey. They don't call whey, milk, so therefore it's not going to be a problem. And in Rav Yaisi's location, they call whey, whey of milk. So they mention milk as well, so Rav Yaisi holds that it's a problem. But it's not this larger Shiloh, it's Davka, a Shiloh of what do people mean when they ask her milk? Tanya, the Bryce speaks it out. If you ask her cholav, muter bekum, you're allowed to drink whey. Minakum, if you ask her whey, muter becholav, you're allowed to drink milk because they're not called the same thing. Minacholav, muter bekvina, if you ask her cheese, milk, you're allowed to drink, you're allowed to eat cheese. Minakvina, muter becholav, if you ask her cheese, you could drink milk. Minaroitiv, muter bekipa, if you ask her meat soup, you could eat the little meat bits. Minakipa, muter beroitiv, if you ask her the meat bits, you could eat the meat soup. Ubekipa, um, if you ask her wine, you could drink, you could eat a dish that has wine cooked in it because it's not considered wine. But but if you say I won't eat this wine, then it's a problem as long as it's not nullified by sixty in the dish. Fine. Mishnah Mishnah says like this: You say you're not going to eat grapes. You're allowed to drink wine, meaning. The thing that's made from the iser is not considered something that's aser. So you're not allowed to eat grapes, so you asered grapes. Wine, which is a byproduct of grapes, is allowed. That's what the mission says. It's not like a, it's not like a nazir. Correct. If you, if you aser olives, you're allowed to drink olive oil. But if you say, I won't eat I won't eat these and I won't taste them, then you assert even the byproduct. Okay, so here's the deal. If you just assert grapes, you could drink grape juice. Not a problem. But if you say, then it's a problem. The question is, do you need to say both? What if I just said anovim elu? Or what if I just said anovim sheni tayim? The question is, if you say both those lashayinus, it definitely intends to aser a byproduct of the product that you're asering. The question is, if you just said elu, or just said any tayim, what is the status? So the Gemara says, Kasha, boy rami bar chama, elu dafka, or sheni tayim dafka? Does it have to be elu? Or does it have to be any tayim? Or do you need both? That's the question. Do you need both? Does, is one is enough? And if one is enough, which one? So, Now you'll say, well, if all you say, if let's say elu is enough, 
to answer it, then why did the Mishnah say Elu Sheni time? If Elu is enough, then why do you have to add any time? The answer is how come Ashkelon Daf Gav Damer Sheni time? Yidamer Elu Mitzri Loi Loi. The Gemara could be the Mishnah could be teaching you that any time on their own is not enough, and you have to have Elu. So it says Elu Sheni time to tell you that the Elu is the significant, and had you just said any time is not enough. So the question is basically, is Elu enough? Is any time enough? Do you need both? So Amar Rava Tashima Koinim Peres Elu Alai. If you say Paris Elu, so you said Elu, just Elu, or Kainim Hain Lufi, so Aser Bechilufeim Ubigidulehim. We had this before, that if you say, I'm not going to Aser these Elu, these Paris, then you're not allowed to eat anything exchanged for those Paris. So let's say you sell those Paris for $5, you're not allowed to benefit from them dollars. Or if you plant those Paris in the ground and they grow a new plant, you can't eat them. It never mentions a byproduct of the fruit. So if you said Elu, you're not allowed to eat Gidulehem and Chilufehem. But what about, let's say, let's say this, so again, in the Mishnah, you had olives, in, in the, you had grapes. You said Elu, so he said, if you sell those grapes for $10, you can't benefit from the $10. And if you plant those grapes, you can't eat anything from the new vineyard. It doesn't mention anything about wine or grape juice. The implication is that that's fine. Why? Because all you said was Elu. You didn't say Elu anytime. So you see from the, the Brisa, the fact that the Brisa only prohibits Gidulehem and Chilufehem, and it doesn't aser wine, a byproduct of it, it shows you that it's fine. Why? Because you just said Elu. You didn't say any times. So you see that you need to say both. So the Gemara says, The implication is that wine is fine because the mission is, the price doesn't say anything about wine. The price just says you can't eat anything that was exchanged for it or anything that grew from the seeds. But it doesn't say anything about the byproduct of wine, which is a much more common application. And you see that in fact that it's not a problem is because you just said Elu. And you didn't say Elu Shani Toyim. So the Gemara says, no. Perhaps it's Aser even if it's wine. So why doesn't the Brisa say that? Why does the Brisa say it's only Aser for anything exchanged or only Aser for anything that's um, anything that's exchanged or anything that's planted? The answer is, it's Pasha that wine's a problem. The Brisa is telling you a bigger Chiddush that even something exchanged and even something planted is also a problem. But the fact that it doesn't mention it being a problem of the wine is not a proof that it's okay. It could be it's Taka Aser, but it's like Pasha, and the Brisa didn't feel it necessary to go through. So Toshima, the Brisa says another proof. Sheini Oichol, Sheini Taim. So you said Sheini Taim. You didn't say Elubi, you said Sheini Taim. Aser. And it says... I'm sorry. You're allowed to eat the exchange, and you're allowed to eat something planted. The implication is, had you had it been grapes, and you said shani time, it would be a problem if it was wine, because it says it's mutter for the exchange and for the planting. The implication is that making of it wine would be a problem. So you see that making a wine is a problem because you said shani times. You see shani time is enough to ask. So the Gemara says no. I did. Now, don't bring a proof about making wine because if the Bresha, the Reisha didn't talk about making wine, the Sefer doesn't talk about making wine either. Therefore, the omission is not something you could deduce either way. The omission is, there's no way to know what it means because the fact that the Reisha didn't talk about making wine, the Sefer also, therefore, it's not a good proof. So we're back to our original question, which is, if you say Eli, Elu, or any Tayim, is that enough? So, Tashima, Amrav Yehuda, Maisavasar of Tarfin, Alai, Beim, Shinis, Bashal, Imai. We had in the Mishnah that Rav Yaisi said, Rav Yehuda said that Rav Tarfin asked eggs that were cooked in the Cholent. And Amrulay, the Rabbanon said, Amasai, why was it Asar? Bizman Shaman Basar Zeh Alai. Because you said Basar Zeh. Shanoi Dimin Adover, Vinisar of Bach, Aviation, Aisin Tamar, Aza Asar. 
So you said buses at Elu. I guess Elu was part of the tradition. So over there, you didn't say any time. Over there, you said Elu. Meaning, we're asking a question. You have a asset, you asset an item, and then you cooked with that item or made it into wine, you changed the item. Does the item also become asr? So in the Mishnah it said, if you said Elu and any Tayyim, yes. The question is, what if you just said one of them? So in the Mishnah, he said Elu, and it was a problem of anything cooked with the wine, anything cooked with the cholent. You had those eggs that were cooked with the cholent, and he said that it's a problem. Why? Because he said elu. So you see that elu is enough to aser. You don't have to say any time because it doesn't say any time in the Mishnah. So the Gemara says, The Gemara says, you're right. The word elu is enough to aser, for sure. The question is, is any tayim enough to aser on its own? So if you said elu, that's enough to aser any byproduct. Mm-hmm. So if you said anovim elu sheini, uh, I'm not going to eat anovim elu. You can't eat the anovim. You can't eat anything cooked with the anovim. You can't eat wine from the anovim for sure. The question is, is any tayim on their own enough? So the Gemara says, let's bring one proof. We'll try to bring one proof that any tayim, whether any tayim on its own is enough to aser a byproduct. Tashima, dog dogim sheini tayim. You said sheini tayim. By fish, also behen you're not allowed to eat the fish. Bein gedolim, bein ketanim, whether they're big or small. Bein chaimim v'shalim, raw or cooked. Umutur betris trufa ubetzir, but you're allowed to eat the fish juice and the fish brine. Now, fish brine and fish juice is like wine, right? You had the grapes, turn them into wine. You had the fish. Turned it into fish brine and fish juice. So what did the Mishnah say? You said any time, you could eat the fish brine. So, ah, so you see that any time is not enough to answer a byproduct. So the Gemara concludes, Amarava Ukvariatsamehan. Rav says, no, perhaps any time in general is. So why are you allowed to have the fish brine? It's because over here we're talking about a case where the fish brine had already leaked out of the fish before you answered it. Meaning you answered it Monday morning. But by Monday morning, the fish had already given off enough juice. So when it says it's mutter to eat the fish juice, it means the fish juice that came out before the nether. But it could be any time is taka enough to aser, but that, and the mission when it says mutter, it means you're, you're allowed to eat the fish part and the fish juice that came out before the nether. Post nadarim, maybe any time is enough, perhaps. And it's unclear. That, that's a, so therefore we're going to leave it with a question of we're not sure if any time enough is enough to aser. Sure, you could have the same with Recording stop. Yeah, yeah, for sure.